Pleased to be joined now by Rice County Attorney John Fossum. John, we're roughly the same age. You're not much that uh, that much older than I am. You remember the uh, the Metro from Berlin from high school? Uh, I wasn't in high school in 1987. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd already moved on. You okay? You got me by a couple of years then. Anyway, well, how are you doing, sir? Welcome. Oh, doing well. It's uh, you know been it, we've been awfully busy. At yeah. The office. Um, you know, last uh, last week we were or week before last, I think. Uh, well. Now I'm losing track of time. I guess it was last week. <laughs> right. We did our um, uh, uh, grand jury uh, for Mr. Kolstad. So, right. Uh, that was the Morristown murder case where yep. the, the man um, picked up a, a gun from the a shotgun from the uh, uh, from, from the from the gun cabinet, yeah. walked across the house and uh, leveled it at his. Uh, one of his roommates and fired the shotgun twice. Yeah. And, uh, the jury, the grand jury, uh, agreed with, uh, our position that that made it first degree murder, that there was premeditation there. And premeditation is one of those things that's kind of confusing in the law, but you know, it doesn't take months or days or weeks of, of planning. It just, you just have to have a plan. And so, the grand jury agreed that there was probable cause to prosecute. And grand juries are kind of a, a weird animal that, you know, in order to charge a case that, that carries a life sentence, we need to bring in a grand jury. And most other cases, we can simply charge on our own by signing a complaint. And um, so we had to bring in our, we, we convened the grand jury, um, worked with them for two days to, to uh, have them issue an indictment. Uh, on the uh, on the charge of first degree murder for Mr. Colstead, which I think is appropriate, given the uh, seriousness of that offense and the, just the the conduct there. Um, I think grand juries um, for a lot of people are, are sort of shrouded in mystery. You hear about the grand jury did this or whatever, because, but they are um, they are uh, kept anonymous as, uh, as far as I know. And, and how does it, how does it work when you have to convene a grand jury? How does how does that how do you go about doing that? How does that work? So our uh, court administrator has a, a list of people who are summoned for the year to be on grand jury duty. Okay. And grand juries can do one of two things. There can be an investigative grand jury that works on a lot of different things or maybe works on a specific project, um, or there's a grand jury that comes in to, to listen to a specific case and determine whether or not there's probable cause. And uh, it is a strange animal because everything else we do is public, but in um, the grand jury is secret. And so... Uh, that there's a grand jury, what they're considering at the time is is secret, but their the result of their work, the indictment for first degree murder, is public. Right. And so it's a like I said, it's a it's a strange animal. But um, in some states and in federal court, every case has to be indicted by a grand jury. Right. Every felony charge requires a grand jury in in federal court. And in, like I said, some states, I think, uh, New Jersey maybe and, and, uh, Georgia, I know, require a grand jury indictment for most cases. Okay. Whereas we do it only where there is a, a potential life sentence is the only requirement. Typically in a Rice County grand jury, how many people are, are on, on a grand jury? 
A grand jury requires us to have somewhere between 16 and 23 people. Okay, wow. And, and so, so it's not a small thing. Um, the the court summons the, the 23 people, and uh, we uh, work with the people who've showed up to, uh, you know, we have to have at least 16 of them in the room at all times. Okay. At, at all times, and those 16, uh, the... The 16 people who have heard the whole case at yeah. least have to be the ones that deliberate. I get it. And so it's a... Right. Right. Yeah. Now, premeditation, um, like you're saying, that could be... That doesn't have to be, I sat down, I wrote an outline, I made a plan, I you know, bought the ammunition 12 days beforehand. Or whatever. That could be five minutes, right? And Or... Or less. I mean, okay. it, it can be very quickly. Yeah, it's interesting. That's such a weird case, and I know you can't talk about it all, but the uh, Mr. Cole said, said that he was told by someone else that by midnight that night, uh, either he or his roommate was going to have to die, and, and so he, he sat and thought about it for a while and then picked up the gun and shot him. It's going to be an interesting case to uh, try, I would think. Uh, you've, also, uh, you've also made some... Uh, not you personally, but uh, Dundas and Rice County has made some national news with this uh, uh, road rage incident with uh, 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 Leslie Sean Sanders. Sanders. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mr. Sanders was uh, um, driving uh, on the Cannon City Road, and he came across another car, uh, and he passed the car on the w- double yellow line, mm-hmm. and. Um, uh, Mr. Myers honked at him, and that's what I think began the the incident. And uh, he uh, um, it it continued on to Highway Three, yeah, where um, Mr. Myers stopped. Mr. Sanders got out of his truck, leaving it in gear, and it it just rolled into the ditch. And he wow. came out, and he just uh, beat up poor Mr. Myers. And Mr. Myers, at, at 79 years old and on his way to his dialysis appointment, um, died. And it's a, it's a terrible thing. What a, what a tremendous tragedy for them, for that, for that family. Oh. Um, and what an awful, awful case. Yeah. What an awful situation. Yeah. And the just completely inexplicable. No, no provocation of any kind. It's just, it, completely a, a a strange case, and and Mr. Myers, as I understand it, was a decorated Vietnam vet. Yeah, uh, who yeah, on his way to a dialysis uh, appointment. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is just. I, I I have tried. I've talked with a couple of different people on the air about this case. I have tried to find words to to figure out make sense of this at all and it just i mean that's just blind rage yeah it it really is and it just sort of came out of nowhere and and no particular reason and uh, you know based on based on that and based on the the age and vulnerability of mr myers Mm -hmm. i have filed a motion to enhance the sentence okay so uh when we go to trial uh, we would be seeking to seek an upward departure on that case because okay. I think the guidelines are, uh, the guideline sentence would not be adequate to contain Mr. Sanders given his, uh, yeah. clear rage issues. As what, said. what, what, what are, what are the charges? Is it, is it, it's second degree okay. murder, 
uh, while committing a felony, okay. and the felony being a felony assault. Sure, sure. Was Mr. Sanders known to uh, law enforcement at no. all? Had, had he had, had any issues before this? No. You don't? Yeah. We're not aware of any. Oh, gosh. I just... It, it, it makes me sick to my stomach just thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, well, it's a it's a horrible case, and as I said, it's a it's a terrible situation for the family, and I feel awfully for them. And this is a this is a case that I take personally, and I, that I would like to, you know, be able to see this one through and, you, and take it to the end. You are a former military uh, yourself, so no, I was a I was a contractor oh. in oh, Afghanistan. Okay. But, okay. Uh, I, I I was not in the service myself, but I I think that the just the the conduct of the defendant in this case is so inexcusable <laughs> and so beyond the pale that it is something that uh, I would want to see. Yeah. Um, and so I I hope to be able to take this case all the way through. Well, I, it, you hate to say, well, good luck on this, but I mean, it's just, it, you, I would like to see this because there are several witnesses that saw Mr. Sanders beating the crap out of Mr. Myers. Right. And he, he is, my understanding is he has told, uh, authorities, well, Myers hit me back or whatever. And no one has even, uh, no, no one else can corroborate that. So, um, we have the, uh, the the story of the young man at St. Olaf College who uh, who, who broke into the uh, the dorm room and and uh, uh, assaulted his uh, a woman he was not supposed to have contact with uh, with a hammer. What uh, what's the latest on that one? Uh, that one is pending another hearing. Um, it's it's calendared for an omnibus hearing in the in the fall, okay. or in August, I think. And so we're waiting on uh, on the next hearing on that one um that's another one i think we're gonna just gonna have to um see if there is a, a, a it's not one that uh I, i'm looking for an early resolution on that one either okay i think that's a it's a serious case and it's it hard to see the um again it's hard to see a the a, the reason for the conduct <laughs> well it's you know and then you've got there's two more criminal vehicular john you are a busy man right now we have two more criminal vehicular homicide cases also yeah if one that uh i wrote a brief on this week filed uh this was a crash at 35 and 19 mm -hmm. uh from two years ago so pandemic delays drag yep. this thing out yep. and and uh that one i expect will be getting to uh uh an omnibus or getting to a, a trial probably uh, relatively soon when the judge issues a, a, an order on that. And then we have, uh, um, we have the one from the, uh, golf course case from, uh, last fall in, in Faribault where right. they, uh, um, man left the, the golf course and, and had been drinking and ran over the young lady in the golf cart. And that's a, another terribly, horribly sad case uh, that we are yeah. looking, uh, you know, I, I don't know if there will be a resolution on that one either, short of trial. I think those are, you know, th these are these are busy, difficult cases, and um, I am looking forward to to as I said, seeing all of these cases through. I want to see all yeah. five of these to the end because they are, um, they are cases that, in you know, show that there's a real issue here and a, a, a just a. It, valuing human life and and that's uh you know the the victims and the victims families yeah deserve a a, a 
a fair resolution on these cases. And that's, yeah. we want to make sure we, we get that for them. I'm starting to feel like we came out of the other side of the pandemic and the whole, the entire world just went insane over the course of two years. But, um, how, how is the, uh, the backlog, uh, coming? The backlog is down, I think, using the court's numbers to about where they would like us to be in November. So oh. we're, we're there. Uh, I, I think we're, we're keeping up with it, but as I, I've told you before, we haven't done anything special to, yeah. to clear up the backlog. We looked at people who had multiple files and we kind of resolved some of those, right. uh, and we worked out resolutions, but otherwise we've just been doing our work the way we would normally do it. Okay. And so, um, it's not like we're, uh, having fire sales to get rid of cases. Well, we that, are, that's we are, good. We are. We are prosecuting the cases within uh, our normal guidance. Yeah, and you've increased. Have you increased your staff level too? Yes, I've. Uh, we've. We're now at eleven lawyers, which we were at ten for uh, a, a while there, and and so we have a, a, an extra pandemic uh, ARP funded lawyer uh, to help us clear up the backlog and help deal with the, the this you know, the prosecution cases. But in the meantime, we've had other things too. As you, as you know, my office acts as the, uh, civil counsel for the, mm-hmm. for the, for the county board and for mm-hmm. the county as a whole. So in the last six months, we've been dealing with zoning issues. We've been dealing with, uh, voting questions. We've been dealing with lots of other, uh, elections issues as well. And so we've been dealing with, we deal with a really broad range of, uh, things yeah and then it yeah. is a uh, it is a difficult and and complex job and and uh, <laughs> um but i have to tell you that i really enjoy it and i'd, I'd like to uh, uh, i'm looking forward to the opportunity to keep going and, well that's and good keep, keep these cases moving forward and getting justice for the victims uh, in in the cases you and i've just been talking about this morning is something that really uh, drives me to get up and and uh, get down to work in the morning and get going yeah, well, we we appreciate all the work you and your uh, your office is doing. Anything else for uh, for our listeners, John? I think that's what I've got for you today. All right, sir. Beautiful day out. Isn't beautiful it? day, absolutely gorgeous, and it's uh, going to get hot and humid after today. So uh, get out there and enjoy it in your uh, your, your nice uh, your nice suit. All right, <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. Rick. 